Welcome to the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do podcast with your host, Tom Singer. In each episode, we explore the interesting lives of business leaders, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, and others who have a healthy dose of the entrepreneurial spirit. It is time to explore something cool. Now, here is your host, Tom Singer. Hey, hey, and welcome to another episode of Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. Thanks for tuning in and joining us for this episode. Today's episode is going to be brought to you by the Potential Mastermind Project, and that is the group coaching program that grew right out of this podcast. It was a couple of people who listened to the show who asked me about putting together a coaching program a little over a year ago, and I have to tell you, I didn't want to do it at first, and it's turned into something that's one of my favorite parts of my week. Uh, We have a group of people who tune in. We do a little group Zoom call, and people talk about what they're trying to achieve, what's their potential in business, whether they're trying to do more in the job that they have, or maybe they have a side hustle, or maybe they want to become a speaker or a writer and they just want to tap into some stuff that I've done and some of the other people in the group. And what I love about group coaching programs, whether it's mine or somebody else's, is it's not just the person who runs the group that you get to hear from. It's everyone who chimes in because you can share what you're working on and the coach can have one idea, but someone else on the call can say, have you ever tried this? And that can be the one little spark that can really change everything for you. So if that type of a program sounds like it's right for you, and I'll be honest, it's not right for everybody, jump over to potentialmastermind.com and check out the offer that we have. I'd love to have you join it. It's the beginning of the year. Now is the time to sign up and really try to do more. Let's help. I want to help you cross that gap between your potential and the results that you're going to achieve. And today we're going to talk a little bit about that because today's guest is all about helping people be more curious, more enthusiastic, have more charisma. She calls herself the Vitality Vixen. And I like the word vitality because if you're going to be an entrepreneur or a solopreneur, if you're going to have a side hustle, or or even if you just have a job and you want to be that standout employee, I got to tell you, you've got to work hard, but you can also run into burnout. And so that's one of the things she focuses on. She helps people sort of avoid uh, burnout and kind of have that emotional release. She does Reiki massage. She's an expert in helping people clear and heal. And I met Avon Larson at the New Media Summit back in September, and uh, I was glad to be able to find a time where I could get her on the show. Hey, Avon, welcome to Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. Thank you so much, Tom, for having me. I love how you introduce people. <laughs> you, you make everybody feel so, you you bring vitality to us before we even get to speak. So that's awesome. <laughs> well, I, I hate regular bios, so I tend to just do my own thing. Why don't you tell everybody who you are and what your company's all about? Okay. So I think uh, what best describes my company, it's like a unique creation, blending music and mentorship and massage um, going all the way back to high school, the three thing or three, four things that I, I wanted to pursue were uh, physical therapy, psychotherapy, performance, and being a judge. Now I have actually figured out how to make all that work <laughs> all are, the way to now. Are yeah. you are you a judge or are you just judgmental? I'm just judgmental. <laughs> See, that worked. That worked. I never went to law school either, but I'm a judge as far as I judge everybody. But I, I call it more like just being discerning. So I think that like the the same kind of skill set that a judge would have is just really utilizing your wisdom and your knowledge and being very discerning. So that's like what I've really been able to help uh, my clients with. So how um, these things came into play now is that 
I have been singing my entire life. Like one of the most amazing things that I did was sing in front of 8,000 people and got a stand, a full house standing ovation. That was a monumental moment in my life. Where was that? That was in the Salt Lake uh, Palace in Utah. Hmm. So it was for a conference, quite honestly. And nice. yeah, the owner of the company was like, I was his favorite performer. So I like pat myself on the back. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So I definitely have continued to do the performing. Um, at this point, I'm interjecting that um, by doing something very special called keynote concerts. And it's really to expand upon the thing that I've been doing for the last 20 years. So I've had this unique blend. The physical therapy came to play as a massage therapist and the psychotherapy plays out as being a mentor and a coach doing NLP. So when I'm actually working with my clients who tend to be a lot of entrepreneurs and solopreneurs, when I find what's going on in their body, there's usually like some sort of emotional thing that's happening with that. So I have the opportunity to transform businesses and bodies while they're on the massage table. But I really want to expand beyond just one-on-one on the table by taking this to businesses and corporations and such. So mm-hmm. so early on in your career, did you have like a, a regular job? Did you work in a bank or an insurance company? I mean, or have you always sort of pieced things together like this? <laughs> Well, I think, you know, like your show is very much about like the entrepreneurial spirit. And I think there's a lot of people who have the entrepreneurial spirit, but I think there's a lot of people who actually were born with the entrepreneurial gene. (laughs) And I was born into a family of entrepreneurs. So I don't think I was ever really cut out to be um, working for other people. I have tried (laughs) and it's, uh, it's not ever really worked very well. I think that as an entrepreneur, um, you, you ha- you're kind of an insatiable adrenal- adrenaline junkie and that's what allows you to take the risks that you want to take and experience life fully, um, tend to be rule defiers and creators. And so, although, yeah, I did start off with a few jobs, the moment that I was able to like be in business for myself, I never looked back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and how long, and how long have you been in business for yourself? So for 20 years, I've been doing the massage. Um, I will say my first uh, sale was at five years old. (laughs) (laughs) What'd you sell? Well, uh, my mother had taken me to like a little um, store and on the counter, there was, you remember those uh, pet rocks that had the jiggly eyes? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So as a little five-year-old, I saw that on the counter and it had a price on it. And I was like, oh, people will give you money for rocks? Huh. When we got home, I went to our neighbor's house, picked up the rocks in their yard. So you stole. You started off as so it wasn't you started off as a salesperson. You started off as a thief. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Perhaps, perhaps (laughs) at five years old. I don't know if I had that distinction. But when I knocked on the door, um, a little freckled faced, red haired girl and offered them to buy their rocks. They cracked up. They went and got money and gave it to me. And I got Wow, making money is easy. <laughs> there, there you go. So, so what do you love about the life of entrepreneurship? What I really love is fun, like the fun aspect of like being able to really be yourself and uh, express yourself the way that you want to. You you get to like um, create whatever that is in the world, and then the freedom and fulfillment. So the freedom to actually create work that satisfies your soul, and you get to really 
you know, piece together all of your gifts, your talents, your wisdom, your knowledge into, into like your own unique way to serve. And then the fulfillment of that, like really getting to contribute and continue to create new ways to contribute. So that being in control of your time, getting to choose who you get to work with, how much you get to work, <laughs> you know, just really being in control of it. That's what I like the most. So are there ever days, though, where you're frustrated and you think, you know what, I should go work for Massage Envy. This is just too hard. Uh, once again, I, you know, I, I got to a point that was probably in 2004. I had a, a girlfriend who owned a spa and I was like, oh, this is just like obnoxious to like generate leads and make sales calls. And I'm just going to work for you. And she says, um, I really don't think that's going to work. Like, it's just not who you are. <laughs> sure enough, a couple months down the line, we're like, this isn't working. You just, you need to go do your thing. <laughs> are, you are you still friends? Oh, yes. yes. See, that's what matters. That's, that's all I that matters. You know, I wasn't able to serve once again, that, that, um, freedom part. Like I, I was having to like deliver my gifts in a container that wasn't congruent with who I am and what I am. So that didn't work for either of us. So I don't have a lot of five-year-old rock salespeople in the audience <laughs> of cool things entrepreneurs do, but I do have a lot of people who have reached that, you know, their thirties, their forties, you know, maybe their fifties. And they're thinking, I wish I had been that person who had just carved my own path. And so if they're listening, what advice do you have for them? What should people do if they just want to find their own way? Gosh, I think that they just really, you know, like, so my, I'm, I'm starting my own podcast called the voice of vitality radio. So it's all about like tuning into your own voice. Um, like that inner voice inside of you that I believe quite honestly, that all of us were, were, were born to be entrepreneurs and we're trained to go to work for other people. So I feel like if you peel back the layers and really listen to like what your heart says it, it longs for and what you desire and what you value, that you'll have, you know, the inspiration to like go for it. Like you'll actually be able to connect with that entrepreneurial spirit and, and become the risk taker that you were born to be. So you talk about vitality and enthusiasm and curiosity yeah. and energy. Yeah. But let's face it. Some people are duds. So... <laughs> So what does somebody do? How does somebody find that, that vitality? Oh my gosh. You know, like there's a book right now. I was like, uh, the art of not giving a something. Yeah. It's <laughs> F asterisk CK. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, and it was, it was interesting because I was actually having this very conversation with a client of mine just two weeks ago. He's like, you're so like you, you, <laughs> he says, you exhaust me. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm tired right now. And we're only 15 minutes into the interview. That's hilarious. Yeah. He's like, how do you do all this stuff? Like, why, you know, how do you find this inspiration to do all this stuff? And, and are you sure that everyone is actually born able to do this? And so like in my heart, the answer is yes. But coming across this book, you know, he's saying, no, not everyone is built that way. And, you know, that's kind of, um, I guess the thorn in my side, because, you know, I'm the perpetual Pollyanna, like I want everyone to find their happiness and their joy and their vitality. And I believe that, you know, if that can express itself in different ways, if you're really 
in tune with what your purpose is, then you're going to find what vitality is for you. It's, it's really about defining what that is for you. You don't have to be bouncing off the walls to like have vitality. So I don't well, know. And, and, and I agree. Cause I've, I've probably seen thousands of speakers give speeches to audiences. And one of the reasons I get booked and get rebooked by the same audience is they say, Oh, we like your energy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I didn't go to school and study energy 101. So, I mean, this is just kind of who I am. I get up and I'm just real congruent with my personality on stage. And, and that blends sort of my enthusiasm and it, it blends humor. It blends storytelling. Uh, it's it's the, the content that I bring. And then it's also this, this kind of hard to define energy thing. But what I found is the more people who said, oh, you know, we hired you because you have such great energy. The more I watch other people, I'm thinking – who are these people and, and, you know, where, where is their energy? And the fact is they don't need to mimic what I do, but, but a lot of people run from their own level of their own personality and they get on stage. And I'm just, we had talked before we got on, on, on the radio here about Mm -hmm. speaking. So it's my world. I'm using that as an example, but people get on stage and they think, Oh, I'm giving a speech. It's time for me to be speaker man or speaker woman. (laughs) And it's as if, you know, and then you meet them in the bar afterwards and they're like, ha, ha, ha. It's like when Bob Dole ran for president. I'm so old. I actually remember when Bob Dole ran for president against Mm -hmm. Bill Clinton for Clinton's second term. And Dole was very serious. And he walked around, he carried a pin in his hand because he couldn't move his hand around. He always wanted to look very serious. Every time he said something, he was very serious. He never made a joke. And then like the night after he lost the election, Jay Leno had him on The Tonight Show and he was hysterical. Hysterical. Uh-huh. And everybody I know who voted for Clinton was like, oh, I would have voted for that guy. Who who was that? Oh but my God. he didn't yeah. believe that a presidential candidate should be cutting it up. Much mm-hmm. like, you know, George H.W. Bush didn't believe that he should go on the nighttime talk shows. And Bill Clinton went on Arsenio and played saxophone and people loved it. So if yeah. you just are true to yourself, you don't have to play saxophone on the Arsenio Hall show, but you just have to be you rather than putting on the mask. Is that is that what you're trying to say? That is absolutely 100% what I'm trying to say. And I agree with you so much. Like as a massage therapist, I've gotten hired to, I, I've created something called the brain activator massage. And so I get to go to a lot, I know, (laughs) I get to go to a lot of um, conferences and events where there are speakers and I typically get to work on the speaker. I'm working on the people who are participating and I've seen exactly what you're talking about. They're one way on stage and they're another way off stage. Um, You know, some are that way because, you know, they are more of an introvert. So they have created a persona. To, you know, but that's, they're consistently that person on stage. And, you know, so I can, I can embrace that, but uh, not the one way off stage, one way another off stage, you know, on stage, off stage, you know, just because you aren't, you have like preconceived notions of what you should or shouldn't be like, I definitely, the congruency thing is a huge factor that runs through everything that I do with my clients. Yeah. So I talk a lot about this gap that exists between potential and results. I call it the paradox of potential because so many people have so much potential. And so when it comes to the stuff that you work on with the vitality and the energy and all that, obviously you believe all these people have potential to be better, but you have to have seen some people who can't get across the gap. What holds people back? Well, most commonly it's their own limiting beliefs. So Um, I'm actually going to be doing a Facebook live later on today about conformity, consciousness, and congruence (laughs) as it relates to, you know, new year's resolutions. So 
we will conform to a particular way of living simply because that's what we've been born into. Those are the beliefs that, you know, were passed on to us from our parents or our friends or our culture or whatever. But until you uh, address like becoming conscious of like what your own core values are and, you know, what about those core values actually bring you satisfaction and joy then, you know, you kind of are just walking around like a zombie. And that last piece about the congruency, you can have like a core value, but like never seem to reach it because you have also a limiting belief in your subconscious that is preventing you from like embracing that, like a deserving issue or not enough or, you know, only until this thing happens. Like, so a lot of what I do with my clients is I like I'm I have an incredible skill for listening, and also um, my grandmother uh, I love this rather than call me a problem solver, she calls me a solution finder. So you know this is where that judge thing, the discerning part comes in. Like I have this really keen sense of being able to listen to my clients for those little inconsistencies, and then because so much of my work is based in emotional release you know, we can get straight to the bottom of that, both physically, emotionally, and mentally in a session. So I got more questions for you, Yvonne. I can't let you go just yet. But, but first, <laughs> I got to thank the other sponsor of this episode. So this episode is brought to you by Podfly Productions. Podfly takes the time and the headache out of creating your own podcast. Po and everybody's creating their own podcast. You might as well jump in. Hey, Podfly sets you up with the right equipment, training, and guidance to ensure that you sound amazing. They do all the heavy lifting and the technical work so that you can focus on creating great content, growing your audience, and interviewing cool people like Yvonne Larson. Hey, if you want to start a podcast, and I know a lot of you do, jump over to podfly.net slash cool things and check out the offer that they have for the listeners of this show. And I've been saying it at every episode. They're my favorite vendor I've worked with in years of every business I've ever been involved with because they just, they do what they say they're going to do. They do great work and they are very responsive. So if, if you're working, even if you have a podcast and your production company sucks or you're the production company, Call Podfly, and uh, they'll do they'll do you right. So, Yvonne, I call the show "Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do." Mm -hmm. What's something cool you're doing in your business right now? So, at the top of our uh, chat together, I was talking about doing keynote concerts. So, one of the things that I'm really excited about is I'm looking for you know about ten companies here in LA that I'm going to, you know, be able to go and educate around Vitality doing my keynote concerts and also um, gift their employees with time on the table with me to start addressing, you know, the different issues that they have so they can have more focus and more clarity and creativity and be more productive. So it really becomes a win for the company, for the employee and for me, quite honestly. So you're out in Los Angeles. I am. I grew up in Los Angeles. Los, I was born really? in Los Angeles County. Nice. I went to Arcadia. I went where I, I was. I was born in San Antonio. Well, see, we just we kept the populations even because I went to Arcadia High. I went to school <laughs> in San Diego, and then I decided that Austin rocked. So, yeah. uh, so I'm here. It, but, it <laughs> uh, um, but if you want to do more of the speaking side, have you gotten involved with the National Speakers Association, Los Angeles chapter? I'm going to. You should. I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm like, I, I'm very interested in this like mastermind thing that you were talking about, as well as you were just mentioning the sponsor. I know that you have uh, Podfly. Yeah, podfly.net. 
Yeah. So I actually, you know, when I heard you mention that previously in one of your other podcasts, I checked them out page per page, looking at like everything that they have to offer. Cause you know, one of your questions was about uh, closing the gap between potential and results. And one of those things is delegation. That's one thing that, you know, I'm addressing exhaustion, overwhelm, and isolation when it comes to increasing vitality in your life. And the overwhelm piece really is about getting stuff off your plate. Doesn't matter if you can do it. Are you able to do it because it's like filling your heart with joy and inspiration? You can do it fast and efficiently. Or can you just pass it off to someone else? And so like the pod play thing sounds amazing. I'll tell you, if I had to edit the show, we'd be on episode number seven. And instead, we're at like 325 so it's yeah. or more. So it's, uh, uh, in fact, I had one episode, a gentleman named Jim Comer uh, was the guest, and it, we talked about the importance of presentation skills. He's like a leading expert in coaching executives on how to give better presentations, and he's mm-hmm. awesome. And mm-hmm. uh, he had a cold. He had allergies going on, and he coughed his way through the whole thing. Oh, and gosh. my editor was able to cut most of it out. I mean, you can totally listen to it, and he only coughs a couple times. If I had to do that, that episode, we would have just said, sorry, Jim, you're never being aired on. You're doing nothing cool. There's nothing cool about Jim. We just would have let it go. So, you know, they, they I'd never get it done. I have, it's hard enough just to schedule an interview and, and get that done. Uh, yeah. All I do is upload your bio and I upload this audio file. And then, mm-hmm. you know, a week or two later, it miraculously appears on my website and it appears on iTunes and Stitcher and uh, mm-hmm. YouTube and all these other places. And that is solely because the Podfly people are great. But going back to your 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 cool stuff you're doing with incorporating all of that in, into your keynotes and things, yes. I do know that uh, at large association conferences, there is a huge call for things around wellness. And so I know that they do a lot with massage and a lot with that. But I definitely think if you want to do the speaking side, you know, I tell everybody all the time, they're like, oh, I want to be a speaker. And I go, have you joined the National Speakers Association locally? And then have you gone to the national conferences? And they go, no, it's expensive or I don't have the time, but I want to be a speaker. And I'm like, great, <laughs> then I I can't help you. I mean, you know, yeah. I never could have made this. spared no expense <laughs> in like getting ready for being a speaker, like just really making sure that my message message is very clear and I can be succinct and speak powerfully and be relatable. So speakers, whatever, what is it? Sign me up. (laughs) Yeah. Well, so the LA chapter is great. The guy who uh, is the president of it is a gentleman named Joel Block and he is the smartest business person when it comes Mm -hmm. to being Mm -hmm. real about your money and how you'd make things happen. Uh, He's the current president out there, but then also I participate. I go to the winter conference. I go to the summer conference and it's not so much, I mean, I do learn a lot, but it's because of the getting around other people. I always say, if you want to be a plumber, hang out with plumbers. If you want to be a speaker, hang out. How many speaker friends do you have? How many people are you going to coffee with and and beers with who are doing that for a living? And so many people go, well, nobody. I'm like, well, then how do you expect to know the business? So that's my advice to you on that is, is, is get the, to the national speakers association. Perfect. Hey, before I let you go, I have two more questions. I ask everybody who comes on the show, because I think we could talk about you, Yvonne, all day long, but I think great entrepreneurs are observers. Yeah, there you go. You like that. (laughs) Just joking. (laughs) I think that great entrepreneurs are observers. So I love to ask the people who come on the show, who do you see out there where you think they're a cool entrepreneur? Okay. Well, okay. Will of Fortune, you know how they like people constantly said the same consonants over and over and over again. So finally, just like here, just there they are. Right. Right. So the two people that are like, everybody talks about Oprah and Richard Branson. Oh, Elon Musk. I would have given you Elon Musk too. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm not going to say those. I mean, I did, but the two people I'm going to say are Ellen DeGeneres and Guy La Liberté 
because they are so moving and motivating to the masses. They have an amazing amount of charisma, creativity. They're constantly figuring out new ways to contribute. I love how both of them have like had so many things that they've had to overcome, you know, miss, uh, you know, failure that they've like overcome, like they've conquered that they've mastered that conversation of overcoming failure over and over and over again. And, you know, my, my brand is the optimal life playground. So I'm all my number one core value is play. And that's what I love about them is they have like brought their unique, um, get, uh, package of gifts and they just bring play and 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 joy to the world so that's my love awesome and then the final question is what do you do to give back to the greater good because i think entrepreneurs i think it's our obligation to do more than just make money I i think we should leave a mark behind and do something so what what are your causes what do you do Yes. So, um, I have actually, um, I've lost a few friends to suicide who were incredibly intelligent, um, very knowledgeable, wise, you know, tons of tools. It didn't seem like they were people that would lose that battle. Um, and you know, as an entrepreneur, when you keep on raising the bar and not, you know, ever experiencing accomplishment and success, like it, that can kind of wear on you. So I get it. Um, So where I'm giving back is my time and my services to anything that is um, about suicide awareness or prevention. I think that, I mean, that's awesome. We've had a close friend who lost his son to that, you know, about five or six years ago and it, Mm -hmm. it, it hits everybody who's involved. So that's a wonderful cause. I think that's Mm -hmm. very important. Hey, Yvonne, if somebody's listening to this and they think I need to know more about the Vitality Vixen, how do they find you? So I have a free gift at giftme.life, G-I-F-T-M-E dot L-I-F-E. And if you don't want the gift, you can go straight to the website (laughs) at optimallifeplayground.com. That's awesome. So thank you for being a guest on Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Awesome. So thank you to the audience because I say it every time. If it wasn't for the audience, we wouldn't have a show. Join us on the Facebook page, Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. Follow me on Twitter at Cool Podcast or you can follow me at Tom Singer. You can find everything at my website, TomSinger.com. And if you're interested in the Potential Mastermind Project, now is the time to join because some really good things are happening. We have a whole bunch of new members, so people are kind of getting reacquainted and newly acquainted. And the idea is in the next six months, how can you do more? You can find out everything about that at PotentialMastermind.com. Hey, we're going to be back in a couple of days with an interview with somebody just as cool as Yvonne Larson. But in the meantime, I'm going to challenge you. Go out there. Have a great day. Thank you for being part of the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do podcast. Without your participation and listening to these conversations, there is no show. Connect with Tom at TomSinger.com and follow him on Twitter at at TomSinger. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.